everybody this is jesse and eric with countdown to geek town and this is episode nine and a half no <laughs> it's episode 10 double, double digits, digits. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. finally there <laughs> finally made it to 10 episodes oh just the other day it seemed like i had placed an ebay order for a little computer <laughs> that turns out wouldn't run the uh garage band so <laughs> GarageBand would not work with two USB mics. Uh, even with the uh, bypass it, it still wouldn't do it. So logic it is. So, Eric, how you been? Good. Good. Yeah. Chatty as always. Mm-hmm. You know? So this week we decided because, oh, a little movie called <laughs> Apocalypse kind of snuck up on me. I thought it was coming out in July. <laughs> I don't know why in the world I thought that. But um, as it as it turns out, it's out now internationally. <laughs> so we thought we would do an X-Men Extravaganza. The X-Men the Extravaganza. All right, you can say it from now on. But uh, we're going to talk all things X-Men. X-Men. We're going to talk all things X-Men. So this should be a uh, pretty horrendous show <laughs> on my part, but uh, we're gonna what, what do we say? We're gonna do the, a review uh, of Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past, because we uh, weren't doing this then. Yeah, we're gonna uh, rank all the X Men movies, mm-hmm. including Wolverine and Deadpool, together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're gonna do our top five favorite X Men characters in any universe, in any form. Yep. So. Uh, before that, we're going to hit a little news. Eric, yeah. do you have any notes? Yes, I do. Ooh. As always, well, I come prepared. Oh, I have some too, so. You want to start or me go? Uh, you, can, you can lead us off. Okay. I'll start with probably my biggest one. is uh, Thor Ragnarok. Ooh. Now we have also Jeff Goldblum and Carl Urban as villains as well. Chaos. Chaos yeah. theory. <laughs> Uh, it said Goldblum's supposed to play a character called Grandmaster. He's like an elder? Yeah. Something. And Urban's going to play Scourge. Scourge. But I didn't know Kate Blanchett's supposed to be the main villain in the mm-hmm. movie. I didn't even know she was in it. I just... Yeah, I saw the concept art for it. It looked pretty, pretty freaking awesome. I was like, whoa. I was like, this movie's shaping out to be more of a darker tone, which yeah, I'm I looking forward to. I didn't see that. So she's playing Hela? Hela? H-E-L-A? Yeah. And Tessa Thompson from Creed is playing Valkyrie. I was wondering what the uh, what she was from. I didn't have time to look her up. I saw her on there, but let me mark off my note here because I had that same one. <laughs> and also, Loki will be in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, said they'll probably be the last time. What's his face plays him? He plays that, yeah. And Natalie Portman is not. Yeah. Which I don't care. I didn't really care for. I mean, I didn't hate her character or anything, but to me, it's. Not no, important to but the story on. If if you remember, Loki was actually he took the place of Thor or Odin at the end of Thor two. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, I would hope he'd be back yeah. in this one. 
So that was yes. pretty good. Pretty shocking news. Like they come out of nowhere. They're like boom, boom, boom. Here's like three major people you want to see. You think Goldblum will just be a voice, or you think he'll actually be a, a person? Ooh, that's a. That's I don't a, know anything about the I character. Don't, I don't know if um, his look would fit in that world. Yeah. That being said, I don't know what world they're in, but I'm just saying the Asgardian look. Um, you might be right. It might be a voice. I don't know. He's like um, chaos. Uh, but I'm glad to see Carl Urban in it. I like Carl Urban. I think he's a underrated actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I like him too. He does an excellent Bones, mm-hmm. an excellent Dread. Yeah, the first time I saw Star Trek, I didn't realize that was even him. In what? Star Trek. The first oh, time really? I saw the first one, I didn't even know that was Carl Urban. Committed to the. This is the, the haircut I think really threw me off because <laughs> everything I'd seen him in was like Lord of the Rings. And stuff he was like really that. good in that um, Almost Human or what was that the show? TV called? show, yeah, yeah. Too Human or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was it was really good and only ran for a season, yeah. as most TV shows tend to do. Speaking of which, they have a new Star Trek uh, prom- promo for the TV show coming back. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It made me think of that, so I thought I'd throw it in here. I didn't even know they're trying to develop this. I'd heard that they were. I just, I mean, it, CBS is doing it next year. It's like, wow. It's like yes. CBS has the rights to it. I don't know. They have Supergirl, and that seems to be doing okay over there, and they canceled it. <laughs> or they moved it to CW. Something, Do I they know. own CW? I don't know. No. Not, not big on the old uh, CBS front. No. You know me, TV, and there's ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, that's a reference from three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was you took mine. So since we're on TV, I'll stick there. Uh, Preacher is actually coming out this Sunday. Today, it, uh, well, yeah, yeah, today. <laughs> just Sorry, about it. I worked yesterday. Okay, so to me, my one day off. I yeah. still wish it was Saturday. Um, but yeah, so creatures, it's looking to be really awesome. Did you see that first five minute clip of the No, I show? watched a scene, or a couple of little scenes, but I didn't see this one. Now I did start reading a trade back of this and it, it's going to be a little off kilter. You know, it, it's there, there's a guy whose face in this, in the show. Horse face. Yeah. Re- resembles us. Uh, anus. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the show itself is a little bit off kilter, but I, I'm really excited to see yeah. it. I think it's very mature subject matter to go with. And speaking of that, the Outcast. First pilot. First pilot premiered early. Yeah, they, It was supposed to be June 3rd. Yeah. And uh, it's produced by Cinemats, but I saw it on HBO. Oh, really? Can you explain that? Mm-mm. I watched it on YouTube, so... But they released it themselves. It wasn't... Like, oh, really? Yeah, they put it out. No, I went to On Demand on my uh, DirecTV, hmm. and it was played through an HBO That's thing. Weird. Yeah, but it says Cinemax on it. Yeah, I know Cinemax was making it, because I didn't even realize they were still yeah, around. That's crazy. Um, I saw that. I didn't know the Almost Famous Boy was in it. Yeah, that's... He's, he's really good in I it, I mean, too. the comic, I already read the comics and was enjoying them, but the fact that he was put in it... Um, I can't think of his name now. If you hadn't said it, I would have remembered. But I watched it. You watched it. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I actually liked it. Uh, I asked my wife if she liked it because she likes that kind of 
you know, off kilter stuff. Yeah. And she was fully interested in it. So it that, starts off rough right away. Like, oh yeah, it, yeah. Brutal. It's like, oh, I don't know about this one. Yeah, uh, it's 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 really good. It's set pretty close to the tone of the comics. Yeah. So. I, I like. It. I'm happy with it. Now Has me intrigued. Figure out when I'm gonna watch it when it comes out. And you know, I haven't read the comic, so it's uh, it's fully got my interest. I can bring them now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I can give you a comic to read. Oh well. Yeah. Tables have turned. And also, we just watched the Lethal Weapon TV series that Fox is putting out. The trailer. Yeah, the trailer, and it's actually pretty decent looking. Yeah, it looks good. I was surprised. I yeah. wasn't. Expecting it to be Mm-mm. any good at all. I don't. I don't expect ranting. You know, great hard hit drama. But I don't need that all the time. Yeah. I want like a buddy cop TV yeah. series that is funny. Tone, yeah, yeah kind of like an eighties throwback. Yeah, it looked, it looked good. Yeah, so I was I was thoroughly surprised by that. So that was pretty good. Uh, also, will be uh, I guess TV. I didn't see where it was going to happen. That was Kevin Bacon was going to return for ten episodes of Tremors, the TV show. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's. I guess it's not connected to the earlier one that they made. It was horrible. Oh, Valentine. <laughs> you know I love Tremors. The fact that he's in it, I think they'll be hopefully good. Might no. lead to to something more. I do. I do love Tremors one and two, especially. Uh, my wife can't <laughs> stand them, <laughs> but I I really do. I don't uh, think. I remember watching two, but I don't remember anything about it. But I love one. It's one of those movies I watched over and over as a kid. So, when do you, uh, who's putting that out or anything? I don't know. That's why I said I didn't see who was making it. Oh. Hmm. Well, I didn't see much after that. I just concentrated on uh, what Michelle was saying about it, <laughs> trying to figure out why she hated it so much. Yeah, I figured it'd be a movie she'd like. Look up and see if I can find that's making it. So that's all the TV news we have? Um, I have kind of a TV news. Okay, you can go ahead. Alan Young died. Do you know who this is? So uh, he was on uh, Mr. Ed? Yep. Hey. He was Wilbur. 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 Uh, did you know like what else he was in? 92 or 93. He was uh, 93 years old. Some war thing? No, he was... Most known for Wilbur on Mr. Ed and Uncle Dave in Beverly Hills Cop 3. The guy who only left the oh, version of Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. He was Uncle Dave. Uh, but the reason I even put this on here because it's, you know, related to us, he was the voice of Scrooge McDuck. Oh, really? Like in the cartoons, the Uncle video Scrooge. games, he did the voice in all of them. Huh. So, no more Scrooge McDuck, folks. Hmm. That sucks. So that was all the news on the uh, TV front. Oh, it says the Tremors TV show is in works from Universal Cable and Blue Mouse Productions. So it'd be probably NBC. Universal. Okay. All right. So I have some Civil War news. And uh, I... I thought I called it last week, but I guess it was the week before where we were talking about the Giant Man mm-hmm. the promo showing up, like after the opening weekend. Yeah, we saw it opening weekend and then talked about it, yeah. and then literally within I think a day later, a day later they I saw wanted the to spoil trailer. that yeah. Giant Man was in it, and yeah. ugh, it's just stupid. Um, but speaking of Civil War, it is now the fourth Marvel movie to reach a billion dollars in oh, theaters. Huh? What other movies were? 
I don't know. <laughs> it. I didn't read the article um, all the way through. It just says the fourth Marvel movie to reach that peak, and it there's only been twenty five total to do it. So that's kind of crazy. It's almost a fifth. I'm surprised there's been that many. Yeah, twenty five. I've heard about like ten. Well, I I know Avengers did it. Um, so Avengers Civil War probably Guardians. Probably Winter Soldier, and probably... Oh, that's four. Oh, it is four. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking five. So, that, that's, that's probably, that's probably a good yeah. good guess on it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Oh, well. Uh, that I got for that? Uh, that's all I got for that one, yes. Uh, <laughs> Michael Keaton is back in talks I saw to be in Spider-Man I, I now. I had that, yeah. Keaton's back, baby. Uh, he hasn't officially been announced, so they haven't like finalized the deal as mm-hmm. far as I've read, but it's good to see he's back. I was hoping he'd get it. Yeah, if if they're going to go the Vulture route with it, yeah. I think that would be a very good fit. Cause... I said they're also going to have his sidekick or something like that, the Tinker. Huh? Yeah, he's going to be in it also. So who's... To the Vulture, I don't... Oh. Mm. I don't know that one. Yeah. Uh, they hadn't... I don't think they had announced who's going to play that. I think it. I still don't like the name. <laughs> I still don't like Homecoming. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. The tinker. I, I know what it alludes to, but I still don't. Yeah. But I did see that Daniel Craig passed up ninety nine million dollars to play Bond again. It's for two movies, wasn't it? Yeah, he must really hate Bond. Yeah. Maybe he's just lazy and don't want to stay in shape. That's true, too. <laughs> Man, if I got I paid know. to stay in sh- in shape, you better believe I would. $99 million. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> 50, essentially $50 million a movie. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But, I mean, Robert Downey gets paid more than that. For the, really? uh, yeah, I think so. I think uh, for Iron Man two or the first Avengers, I think it's the first Avengers is like two fifty. Two hundred fifty million for just him? <laughs> I think so. I think you're crazy. Or maybe at that time he he brought in two fifty from Marvel. I remember reading it. I was like, holy crap, because he got he got in early. You know, yeah. he was the essential start of it. And he didn't get paid shit for the first one, did he? I don't think he got paid much for the first one. Mm, that's why he was yeah. getting paid so much. Now. Yeah, that's why he's getting percentages now. I just have one more thing. Uh, the new trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yes. It shows uh, Krang in this one. Krang. Like it's supposed to be him. the voice of Brad Garrett? Well, it was originally Fred Armisen. Oh, really? Yeah, he was originally... They said he did the voice for... I don't know if he just makes noises or something like that, but he was originally the voice. And then he had shooting problems with something else he was doing. And he was going to be the voice of... Or now it's going to be voiced by Brad Garrett. Hmm. Which are two very different voices. Yes, it's very different. I wouldn't think of Brad Garrett for Crane. Because Crane always had like, a high-pitched voice, didn't he? Yeah. Like a whining high-pitched... Yeah. yeah. Brad yeah. Garrett's like a really low, deep voice. Yeah, well, maybe they're trying to go... Maybe they both are still the voices. Maybe Fred <laughs> does the actual Crane and he does the cyborg. Well. I don't know. <clears throat> but it actually looks pretty decent. The yep. movie does. And yep. speaking of that, uh, the new Star Trek trailer and the new Ghostbusters trailers both look amazing. <laughs> the, 
but their very first one looks like absolute trash. So is this the summer of uh, terrible trailers? Uh, terrible first trailers, anyway? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You think they want to really cut together a really good one for the first one? Yeah, that, that first one was uh, dog shit for Star Trek and for the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters one, you couldn't make heads or tails what they were going for. Yeah. 30 years ago it started, but yeah. this isn't a prequel, sequel thing. It's a whole different... They're starting it, so it's kind of crazy. And then Star Trek was just all action-packed with that Beastie Boys no song. No substance at all. It's yeah. like, oh, no. I was like, this is what I was afraid of with Justin Lin coming in. Yeah. It's like, I want my Star Trek movie to be more heady, more a thinking man's show than fucking Fast and Furious. Ugh, I can barely stand those movies. Yeah. No, this just trailed a lot better. It did. So maybe uh, Simon Pegg brought it, brought some stuff to it that, uh, you know, because he co-wrote the movie. Yeah. So that, I was looking forward to that, and then I saw that first trailer, and it's like, oh, no. <laughs> what did he write? The credits? <laughs> I don't know what other trailer written down here. Um, did you see the trailer for The Accountant? No, I did not. What? Different. I, I saw it looks like uh, Batman with a Gatling gun, and it's got Punisher in it as well. Punisher? Yeah, John Barenthal. I didn't see him in it. Oh, I thought he was supposed to be in the movie. Oh, I was thinking the <laughs> Warzone Punisher. No, I, I didn't see him in, him in it at all. You tripped anything in the same movie? Uh, I thought so. Bat Affleck? Yeah, he said Batman. Huh? Yeah. Um, this, this one, essentially looked like it was a kid with like, I'm gonna say the wrong thing here. Asperger's, mm. like uh, very smart but not social, social, socially yeah. awkward. Yeah, uh, and he grows up essentially to be looked like a, a assassin or something like that. Really? Yeah, the trailer looks really good. It was different though. I've been meaning to catch it, but I just haven't had time. Any time that I had, uh, I was always off doing stuff. Unfortunately, one day my Wife got run off the road, and I had to take care of her tire. Brand freaking new car. (laughs) Freaking doesn't have 9,000 miles on the tire, and I had to buy a new one. This has been the Ram or anything like that. That would shake it. Mm -hmm. Boo. That's all I have. That's all the notes you have? Yep. Oh, somebody's got one. That'd be me. Uh, Okay. So, did you see DC's new logo? No. The comic logo? Mm-mm. I hated their old one. Like, it looked like the page was flipping down. Oh. Um, I did, like, the original one with the star. I thought that one was nice. Well, not original, but latest one. And the new one, uh, you can bring it up there and look at it. But it's just a better take on the uh, um, logo. Yeah, that was one you don't like. Yeah, that's the oh, one I don't shit. like. But none of those are it. Uh, type in DC comments because they got the DC shoes. That's what most of those are. <laughs> It is none of those logos. <laughs> Type in new logo. That boy don't know how to internet. No, what is it doing? <laughs> what is it doing? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No. The people out there know. Let's see if I can send it to you. This is great podcasting. 
Yes, one. Yeah, yeah, that's it. it. Says there's like some hidden meaning the way that uh, the symbols coalesce. Uh, Jim Jim Lee was talking about it. That's better than the page one. I like the yeah. one the star better though. Yeah, I like the star one better. But I just thought I'd make reference to that because it's pretty neat. Uh, right before we come on, I actually saw Edsman Apocalypse has opened internationally. <laughs> and it's open to $100 million. Wow. So that's pretty big. It's pretty big for a movie I didn't think was coming out till July. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait to see it. Um, it uh, I, I, re- I really want to see this Quicksilver scene. They said it took like a month and a half to film. Hmm. That's crazy. You remember how? Well, we'll talk about it later. But the, you know the Quicksilver yeah, scene, and, yeah, movie. it's just awesome. And then the very last bit of note I have here: it could be spoilers, it could not be. So mind your ears if you don't want to hear it. Uh, Star Wars Episode Eight: the they think the title got leaked. <clears throat> you know how the seven was the Force Awakens. Yeah, this one is supposedly spoilers. Uh, Fall of the Resistance. So, what do you think about that? I don't know. You don't know? No. You don't have anything to say? Nothing. Do you hate Star Wars? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Because you're not excited for Rogue One. Yeah. I'm not, it's just, I like Star Wars. I'm just not into it like I am, like, more comic book stuff. Like Doctor Who? No, I'm not that much into Doctor Who. Anymore? I saw it. I can't just... And it went away, and you don't like it. I'm not as big into the new Doctor as much. Uh, to be 100 honest, I have not seen the new Doctor. He's at okay. All. It's just I, I have a hard time getting into all the new Doctors right away. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I liked it for a little bit. It took me a long time to get into Matt Smith. Yeah, I would see that was my Doctor. I liked him. It's an odd kind of but that's all of our news. Uh, we were. We just realized we didn't have any notes on Game of Thrones this week, but uh, if you watched it, pretty decent episode. Ramsey's still a fucking dick. Uh, everything we guessed was pretty much wrong, <laughs> like Sansa. Yeah, right away. I was yeah, like... right away she met Jon Snow, <laughs> and uh, Jon Snow says his watch is over, but he runs to his room, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah, I thought he was leaving. The, yeah. I thought he was walking out of the castle, and then he's like... Yeah. It's like, I'm going to soak. And then, uh, fuck you guys. I'm taking my ball. I'm going oh, home. uh, Redbeard lights his women big. <laughs> oh, did you see that picture I posted? <laughs> so, if you haven't seen that, just go over to my page there. And oh, I got some funny ones I put up. Yeah, it was a decent episode. It just very was... good. Um, I heard that tonight's episode is wow. That's all that's all I've all I've signed. It's like, holy crap, you know, coming out of your chair kind of yeah. holy crap. So uh, I'm I'm ready for them to get back to moving and shaking because they really need to. Well, the last one ended strong with uh, Khaleesi mm-hmm. burning down. Yeah, all, that whole, yeah that was yeah. pretty badass. Supposedly Shabat! that was her. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I put uh, nothing like roasted breast. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm funny. <laughs> but... So, yeah. So, we're focusing on X-Men. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. So, what do you want to do first in this? We have movies ranked, top five characters, or the 
talk about the movie. Past. Yeah. You want to end with Days of Future Past? Let's go ahead and do it first. You want to do it first? Yeah. You got notes on it? Nope. No. That's <laughs> why so I don't think it's going to last very long. Oh, no. Okay. I, so I, we'll do it. <clears throat> I pretty much assume that everybody's seen it that has listened to this podcast. If you haven't, I don't know why you listen to this anyway. Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> came out two years ago. Yeah. At least. At this point. Yeah. And, you know, when it was coming out, colossal task in front of it, Days of Future Past is kind of a big comic book story for the X-Men. Storyline, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I actually started with that one, I think. So I was really pumped with it. Brian Singer Is that the Chris, Chris? Claremont. Claremont. Is that mm-hmm. his series? Mm-hmm. Well, Chris Claremont wrote it for like 30 years. Okay. Or 17 to be. Exact. I remember you liked that. His yeah. I, I like his stuff. Um, he's really wordy, though, man. Some of his thought bubbles or speech bubbles, I guess, would fill up the whole page. Oh. And it, it's a tough t- chore to get through when you're eight, nine years old reading these. So, <clears throat> I, uh, the one thing that really, really helped back then was the Jim Lee art. And yeah. when he did Etzman, it was bad. I mean, he came up with some awesome characters too, which we'll talk about a couple. So, did he start on. out as DC or start out as Marvel? Uh, he started he out back and forth. Uh, he he wasn't. Um, now he's an editor at DC, so he's all DC. But he actually, he was back and forth, you know, freelance, and then he started Image Comics with uh, Todd McFarlane. And, I don't know uh, they started. Image. Yeah, yeah, they started that comic book uh, publication because they wanted to give the artist and the writers more power, more percentages, because they weren't getting paid anything really yeah. back in the day. And now, I mean, you just look at some of these Jim Lee art, and it's like... That's awesome. You really can't do better. I mean, there are some that are close. Uh, Silvestri and McFarlane, and, but Jim Lee is just heads and tails above them. There's another guy like uh, Jason uh, Fazbeck or Fabek, or I can't say his last name, but he, he does the new Justice League, and he, he's pretty badass, too. Mike Dick is very good. <laughs> yeah, Mike Dick can draw the fuck out of some Spider Man. Shut up. That was like episode Call one, back. episode two. <laughs> All right, so tell me, walk me through Days of Future Past. <laughs> yep. Take any notes. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to play by play. I just, um, I really, really liked Days of Future Past. Um, Why? It, you know, like, there's a big break between X Men first class shit dump that uh, last stand. Yeah, I can't think of what the fucker's name was that directed it. Rush Hour dude. I just had it until you said Rush Hour dude. Yeah, fuck face. Anyway, <laughs> um, there's a long break of it. seemed like X Men movies between that mm-hmm. and. Uh, First class. Mm-hmm. So when it came back, you know, they were going back in time, you know, starting with, you know, what's his name taking over for Patrick Mac- Stewart. McAvoy. Yeah, McAvoy. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I was afraid it would flop, and it didn't. Uh, I actually thought that uh, first class was really, really good. So whenever this came out, I was 
because Brian Singer did this one. He was the one that did the original too. Yes, he did. So I was hoping he'd go back to the original, and I feel like it did, like the tone kind of. Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner, yeah. That, yeah. That fucker. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know, I'm rambling on. I really liked it. Uh, it was good. Um, he had a big... Uh, Big task. Big task, for sure, because they were bringing in both universes. Yeah, together. And coming into it, you're like, how in the world is he going to bring in both and make it coherent and make it excellent? Yeah, uh, with him being gone for so long and then coming back to that, mm-hmm. that task, and this huge storyline that's really revered yeah, by all the comic readers. He hadn't made a, a, in my eyes, he hadn't made a good movie since. That's yeah. too. I mean, before left. this, wasn't his last movie the Jack and the Beanstalk movie? Yeah. See, yeah. he left X-Men 3 to go do Superman, Superman. Returns, yeah. which ugh, has has one of the coolest moments of it in a Superman movie when he gets shot in the eye, Oh, and that that's pretty awesome because you see the bullet. Other than that... I thought you were going to say when Lex Luthor shivved him. No, well, no. Kryptonite <laughs> uh, shank. That movie's oh. a piece of shit. I mean, <laughs> I wanted it to be so much more, but he doesn't even throw a single punch in the movie. And now we got brooding at their <laughs> Superman. So it's like, ugh, give us in between. Speaking of which, we didn't mention this in notes, but uh, Jeff Johns is now the creative uh, guy over at DC. DC Movies. And he's the creative guy in DC comic books. So uh, he's, he has promised a brighter Superman. So <laughs> bring it on. Jeff Johns, I got I got hope for it. <laughs> He's going to bring us a brighter Superman after he died. Yeah, after he died. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I guess he could. That's a perfect spot. Oh, I used to be an emo. <laughs> so he's going to bring him back. But anyway, so let's get back on Edspin here. Um, Days of Future Past basically starts. They're in the future. Being hunted by Sentinels. Not only them, but mankind's been hunted because the Sentinels detected genes that would yeah. be passed down that would be mutated so it Don't all they just make them sterile they have to fucking kill them yeah <laughs> it all centers around mystique <laughs> we all oh, know how we, we, we know how i feel about mystique in these movies uh great villain in the x-men universe but so I might have put somebody on my top five X-Men list just to piss you off. Uh, you will. Podcast will be canceled if she is. <laughs> I mean, I mean it. I'm no, done. It here. She's terrible. Okay? <laughs> she's so, not terrible. She's not. Never mind. In this movie, not knowing what's going to happen in, in the next one that you've seen in the previews of her being the leader. She's not. She's not in this movie. Okay. No. In this movie, she's. I uh, thought you were saying she was terrible in this movie. She's used almost too much, but it's right there on the cusp of it. Uh, I think the idea of her DNA being mixed with the Sentinels mm-hmm. is a really neat idea because you see them adapt and yeah. all that. But there are parts in this movie that I do not like. Um, Let's get to those first. You want to do those sure, first? So, the one that comes directly to my mind is at the very end of the movie, and I watched it last night. I watched a road cut because I hadn't seen it before. thought I'd give it a shot. And at the very end, when they go to pick up Wolverine out of the river, mm-hmm. there, the Potomac, I think it is, uh, and they go to pick him up, and you see Stryker is the one doing it. You're like, oh, here we go. 
we're going to get some weaponette stuff. And then it turns around, and his air, his eyes flash like it's Mystique. Yeah, I, I didn't like, understand that at like, all. What the fuck? I mean, it was awesome. And then you're like making her pick them up. So what is she going to do with them? It, uh, yeah, that, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I remember thinking about this when I watched it. Yeah, the day before yesterday. But it makes no sense because this it would makes be absolutely no sense how he turns into Wolverine with the metal claws. Exactly, because that was a big thing. Was whenever he went mm-hmm. back in time in this one, he had the bone claws again. Mm-hmm. Like it surprised him himself. Yeah, he James forgot about it. Yeah. So why? It makes no sense for her to pick him up. Nope. I was like, I was fully on board until he turned around and his eyes flashed. And I was like, what? Yeah. So technically she should be a villain in this movie, but she's not in this apocalypse movie. She's a leader of the X-Men. So <laughs> ah, I hate it, but I you know what? I can't, I can't nitpick about it so much because I bitch about people doing the same yeah. To Superman, Batman, Captain America, you know. No, I, I do agree that that makes no sense in that scene. Mm-mm. But I don't, I don't care about the mystique in the next one. Yeah. Um, what else you got? What else is the problem? Because <laughs> well, I really can't remember anything <laughs> as far as being bad until you said that. Well, I mean, uh, this movie has some excellent scenes in it. Quicksilver scene really blew us away. We uh, before it happened, we were all like, "Oh, Josh Whedon has Quicksilver. That's going to be the best Quicksilver." Yeah. Holy shit! Were we wrong on that? Yeah, it was like you know, Josh Whedon cast Kick Ass as his Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. So like their response was like, "Let's pick uh, Kick Ass's non uh, superhero friend from Kick Ass to be our Quicksilver." Yeah. And I was like, "That guy's he was boring in the movie, yeah. you know." Is yeah, he's awesome in this. Yeah, his scene uh, steals the show. I mean, it's when he he runs around that uh, cafeteria or kitchen. Yeah, and uh, the and he saves gone. all of them. Yeah, I mean, it's just his whole little sequence, and he's like, oh, and then it's like, so you can you can move metal, huh? My mom well, knew a guy, that, and yeah. if you don't know, his dad is actually Magneto, his and Scarlet Witch's. Yeah. So the same Scarlet Witch that's in Civil War. And you actually see her in this movie. It's his little sister. Yeah. Yeah. They're not twins like they are in the other one. But, so, as we've said before, everybody's seen this movie that listens to us. Uh, the only thing I got from the Rogue Cut, uh, and I wanted to talk about it, is because not a lot of people have seen it. There's a couple of scenes that they linger a little bit longer on um, throughout. And the big thing is when... When Wolverine freaks out and stabs Kitty with yeah. his claws, and she's like fading, uh, they're like, "Oh, we know someone who can take her power and use it." And so they're like, "Turns out they have Rogue. She's captured, and she's actually in Cerebro, the the big room there. She, they they're holding her in there, uh, using her to find the other mutants because they're using uh, kind of like she can mimic." Uh, Xavier's power. So they have her... But I don't think she could just mimic anybody. I thought she had to touch them and then she could... She probably them. touched them. Is okay. it, it doesn't really get fully into it there. Okay. But they have her there. They say they can use her to find other mutants there. So that's what they're doing with her. And so Iceman and Magneto go to break her out um, in the future. And so there's this whole scene where uh, Ian McKellen and... The Iceman guy, what's his name? Um, Sean Astin yeah, Sean. or something. Drake. But uh, 
they go and they break into the Cerebro, you know, and it's it's cut with Magneto breaking in to get his helmet. You remember when he did that? It's cut in between that. And so they get her out, and while they're getting her out, the uh, Sentinels come, and um, they actually kill Iceman in it. He's not in the rest of the movie. So that's and a so little bit different. The end. Yeah. But that's a little bit different yeah, uh, okay. than what it is in the theatrical cut. That's about the only difference is she comes in, takes Kitty's place, and there's a there's a little bit of like um like Kitty Pride pulls Magneto through the door there and you know, it's like how could she do that if she was uh hurt so bad. Yeah. Well, not hurt, but it, in the original cut, um she she never left Wolverine, but in this one, Rogue does it. So it's it doesn't really add a whole lot to it. Uh, if you like Anna Paquin, it might. I don't like her. <laughs> I didn't like her in True Blood. I don't like her. Uh, I did Suki. like her. Suki. 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 <laughs> I did like her uh, in the first Dead's Men movie because it was you know before she was real famous. I was like, oh well, that's that's pretty good casting right there. So. Watching the, I watched you know one of the episodes of the old cartoons, mm-hmm. and I really kind of wish they went that way a little bit more with the the. the uh, I think she has like a Louisiana accent. Yeah, she has a Southern Cajun yeah. accent. I like that, and her and uh, uh, Gambit. Yeah, that's how I. Forth. That's how I knew uh, the Ed's main characters before the movies. Yeah, that's how I did. So I, I kind of wish they went that way a little bit more, but I do like I, I do like her okay mm-hmm. in the first two. So, all right, let's just go ahead and rate it, and we'll move on to our list. It'll be a shorter episode this this week. Yeah, but that's uh, fine. We've been going long on last yeah, couple. Yeah, yeah. Then that's that's when we'll probably be about X Men uh, Apocalypse. But uh, out of five stars, I just want to say first. Oh, here we go. This to me, and I I know it. Well, it feels almost like two different movies because it is, you know, it's like the, the future part and the past part. Hmm. You know, you ha- it feels like the first two X-Men and first class mixed in, cut mm-hmm. in between each other. Mm-hmm. And I like it like that. But seeing the future stuff makes me really want a movie set in that universe. Really? Because it feels like the cartoons so much. The, the costumes are... And this is a, a discussion that uh, uh, Anthony and I had on Facebook back and forth because why he didn't like the X-Men uh, movies as much is because he wanted them in their co- co- costumes. Yeah, I've said he that like, yeah, yeah, he didn't like the I don't like black, the black leather. No. I don't care. It didn't bother me at all. That's a Brian Singer thing. Yeah, but seeing this future version with them with uh, Bishop and all that, I want to see that movie now. Yeah, I want to the... see them set in that <laughs> universe where everybody's using their powers and has broader costumes and that's the way but this next one that's, looks a bit more. that's not the way it is uh, in the future they have darker costumes yeah. I'm just saying it this that you like the it, use of the powers well that yeah I did like that the yeah. teamwork yeah. That, that was a, it yeah. made it a lot more fun yeah. seeing them work together like that but with the costumes and everything, it made it feel like the cartoon yes a lot especially because yes. I watched the car, one of the cartoons right before I watched the movie and I, I may have something to say about you know the use of costumes when we rank our movies. Okay. Yeah, but but that, I just want to say that, that watching those two, it, it, I do see Anthony's point now a bit, and I want to see that movie now. Like I, I still like the first two, and mm-hmm. I like First Class and that universe itself. 
But I would like to see a different version. Well, I think that. we're going to get that with Apocalypse. I think they're. It looked like, yeah, like some of the work. Jubilee and yeah. all that. It, they look kind of like the 80s retro. Yeah, and then uh, supposedly the next one will be set in the 90s. So that will be really interesting to see as yeah. well. Hopefully, Jesus, they could get some different costumes, get some color or something. Yeah. In that. That's, uh, they do look a lot better. It is going better than the first two. But I this can... this movie, um, Days of Future Past, I think the reason why it works so well is because of not only does it have Brian Singer, but it also brings back Matthew Vaughn. Yeah. You know, he did it uh, first class. Yeah. And so the his use of the characters in it, you know, it, it, it does seem like two different movies because, you know, there's two different directing yeah. styles meeting right there. But now it works. He, it works real well. Right. And he just, I think he just wrote the movie with him. He didn't. Vaughn? Yeah, he couldn't. I think I saw him the producer credits yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. He couldn't uh, direct or anything because I think he was doing Kingsman at the time. He, I didn't know he did Kingsman. Yeah, which is an excellent, excellent. Uh, comic book movie. Real quick, speaking of Kingsman, did you see who they announced for that? Channing Tatum? No. no. Elton John's going to be in it. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crocodile Teeth or whatever his name is? <laughs> yeah, I saw he was going to be in the next Kingsman. Anyway, let's read it. <laughs> X-Men, Days of Future Past, what do you give it out of? No, I asked you. Five. I'm, I'm, you went I'm on your little tangent nope. there. What did you give it out of five? Four. Four? Yeah. I gave it a four. Um, I think it had... Big concepts that it fully, fully developed. Um, I have a couple of nitpicks with it, so it kind of brought it down. Uh, and it it's pretty high on my list of movies on the X-Men franchises. So I just I just give it a four on, on that front. I do complain about the costumes themselves. Uh, the little nitpick with Mystique, you know, the ending with Mystique. But overall, it accomplished quite a bit. And I remember leaving the theater, I was like, wow. Yeah. You know, it's like, holy crap, what a movie. So what do you give it? I give it five. Five? Five out of five. Yeah. So is this a precursor to your uh, top five or top list of the X-Men movies ranked? We might have some. <laughs> you gave it a perfect. <laughs> it's not perfect. I don't think five out of five is a perfect. There, to me, there is no perfect movie. So, mm. But as far as enjoyable uh Going into it, I was kind of afraid it wouldn't be, it wouldn't live up to my expectations. Mm-hmm. So I had high expectations, and to me, it did live up to them. The only thing I can think of that I didn't like was what you said about the last scene. Yeah. Uh, and they also had the after credit scene we didn't talk about that we've seen. What was it? The apocalypse. You, you yeah. yeah. He told me. I had to ask you after we watched it. Yeah, it's a apocalypse building the pyramids back in ancient times. It was like a woman, though. It was a little boy. Okay. Yeah, it was a different guy. Amin Sewer, I think it's his name. But uh, that's Apocalypse's name. Um, yeah, it was neat. It showed the four horse, horsemen sitting off to the side there. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is this is pretty neat. This is going somewhere. And now we're one week away. Actually, technically not, but... <laughs> 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 but, so... Five out of five for Eric Mason on that one. So I almost bumped it down to a four out of five after listening to your bitching about it. But mm. I stuck by my. That just shows you he doesn't listen, folks. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't listen to me. No, I was going into it. I thought after watching it again, and I hadn't seen it in a while, I, I was like, "It's five okay." Out of five to me. Well, let's go ahead and go into our movies ranked. 
Okay. So eight movies. That that's what you have. One, two, three, four, five. Didn't even number seven, them. Eight. Lord. I have them listed. <laughs> you want to start with the worst? Yep. That's how we do it. Go. I have as my number eight. Days of Future Press. No. <laughs> Would you like to take a guess? Uh, it's probably the same as mine. Wait, um, no, no. Go ahead, go. No guessing. My number eight is X-Men Origins Wolverine. That's my number eight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, like I said, it was a toss-up between that and The Last Stand. Both mm-hmm. of them are not good movies, but nope. at the end of the day, Last Stand had better ideas. And they accomplished. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which is something to say, you know, we never... <laughs> Um, as bad as I was talking shit about Brett Ratner before, yeah. <laughs> it was still better than Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine looked like it had awesome action sequences in the trailer. This is one where the trailer looked awesome, and yeah. the movie turned out to be shite. Shit. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they did the perfect casting with Ryan Reynolds as mm-hmm. Deadpool, and then they fucked the bed in that. Yeah, they but. they fucked fucked it hard, but <laughs> we've since made up for it. Um, Sabretooth I thought was pretty decent. Liv, yeah, I like Liv Shriver. They screwed up Gambit. I didn't like him. Screwed I, they up didn't, Gambit. They didn't use him well. Blob. Yeah. The, the yeah. teleport guy. I don't even know his damn name in it. Um, I know who he was played by, but yeah. I don't know his name in it. Uh, it did a couple other people. Like, they were... The CG is just terrible yeah. in it. His claws look totally bogus. It's like... It's like color pencil, pencil looking, you yeah. know, in some scenes. Um... I thought it was neat how they went went back and did his origin almost. They showed him uh, coming up through the wars and the credits. Oh, yeah, I yeah. thought that was neat with uh, Sabretooth, but that's about it. I yeah. mean, there's really no shining moments in this movie nope. at all. <laughs> I'm trying to think of them. I mean, nothing, which... which I'm kind of shocked that they made another one, but the other one was a whole lot better, better when he went yeah. to Japan. So that was your number eight and my number eight. Now my number seven is The Last Stand. That's my number seven. Yeah, I, I figured we'll, we'll hover closely until we get toward the top. Yeah. Uh, yeah, The Last Stand, you know, they did some good things. Uh, ben Foster, I thought them bringing him in. I thought he was a pretty good arch, archangel. Yeah. Um, or angel in this one. Just the idea of having all these different... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you're done. I just that, that idea of having like, a whole, like that whole forest mm-hmm. full of mutants, I think I thought was kind of cool, but. I like the Dark Phoenix. I thought she was incredibly overpowered. Yeah. Which is what she is in the comics. Um, Not showing her kill uh, Cyclops or whatever. It's just like they just kind of left him out. Mm-hmm. It seemed kind of weird in the movie. Well, he was off doing Superman Returns with uh, <laughs> Brian Singer. Yeah. He was, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, Pretty interesting scenes in it. Wolverine does kill Jean Grey. He's yeah. the only one that can. I like that. And, and like him walking towards her and she's like just melting him away almost. Yeah, whatever. and he's, he's, cool. he's still having to do it and he doesn't want to because he loves her. Yeah. You know, this haunts him even in Days of Future Past. It haunts yeah. him. It seemed like it was a good, maybe, script. It just wasn't executed fully, mm-hmm. I think. I think they got the wrong person to do it. Yeah. Like I said before. <laughs> good, good themes is just, you know, they... They did the best what they with what they were left with. Yeah, with singers abandoning them essentially mm-hmm. and running off to do Superman. 
Uh, it just seems like a better person could have been brought in. Right. Somebody had actually done stuff like this. I mean, Brett Radner, I mean, he was straight out of Rush Hour, wasn't he? After I think that? so. Rush Hour 2, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They had uh, old uh, Kelsey Grammer. See, as I, I liked him as I liked Beast. Him I thought he was a great. And he casting. actually made an appearance in Days of Future Past. Yeah, I actually like his Beast better than the younger version, as far as the way he looks and everything. Let's go back and talk about Days of the Future Past. Now that we're talking about the Beast cameo in it, mm-hmm. when he sees Gene at the end of it, it is such a moment in the movie. Yeah, it is like it's a it's an awesome payoff. The whole, that whole scene, yeah, that, and then him going there talking to Xavier, yes. and then he's like, welcome back, and that just gave me almost goosebumps. Just, yeah, 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 it does, because you know how much this guy cares for this woman, yeah. and uh, to see her back, and, you know, it's like, and then you see Cyclops, and he's like, some things never change, yeah. but I forgot all about that until we started talking about this, and it, it is a hell of a moment, and it, it will give you goosebumps if you're fully invested in yeah, the movies. definitely. If you escape into them and, you know. But yeah, so that was our number seven. What do you have for six? Number six, I have the Wolverine. The Wolverine, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have it as six. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it since it came out. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it in theaters. I see, I probably it. wouldn't have put it as high as I did, but I, I, I ordered that uh, deluxe Blu-ray of mm-hmm. it uh, last month and rewatched it because I wanted to see the extended edition of it. Mm-hmm. And... I was actually surprised at how much uh, better it was the second time I watched it than the first. I really don't remember a whole lot about it. Mm -hmm. I just remember I was not disappointed after I watched it. I wasn't enthralled with it. I didn't think it was a great movie, but I didn't hate it like I did Origins. Right. So that's really all I have to say. Like I thought, uh, I remember not really getting into the giant samurai thing that much. Silver samurai. Yeah. Yeah. He was... I think it's it's higher for me because I read the X-Men in the 90s. And Silver Samurai was uh, one of the big baddies there. Yeah. <clears throat> and I remember having the toy. Remember the little X-Men toys that used to come out all the time as a kid? I remember having the Silver Samurai toy. Mm-hmm. It was pretty neat. I think he had four arms, though, back back then. Might be thinking of another character. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, that's, where I, I, that's all I have to say about it. What do you have for number six? My number six is actually the original X-Men movie, 2000. Um, it started the whole thing with uh, superheroes in the mainstream. Blade really did, but this one is the one that got it, every... Because Blade was rated R, so yeah. this one was a PG-13, and so it, it opened it up to the masses. Yeah, and also Blade is more. It doesn't. It's not superheroes. It's it's vampires. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a genre we've already seen before. Yeah. Whereas this movie was taking a comic book that had all these people in bright colored costumes and putting it in a movie and try to make it more realistic, kinda. Yeah, and sadly, like, not. Yeah. <laughs> sadly, in the uh, with Brian Singer, he wanted to put them all in black, and at the time, early two thousands, we were all about it because yeah. the Matrix had just come yeah. out ninety nine. <laughs> We were all want to be goths, <laughs> trench coats, and yeah, sunglasses, yep, <laughs> big giant boots. But I don't have a problem with it still. But like I said before, I want to see this other version now. Yes, like for the time it worked then, and I don't, I don't change my opinion on it because of now. But and you know, it's a testament to these movies that they've only gotten better for the most part for me mm-hmm. since the original one because 
all the other ones are listed above it in my eyes. Yeah. So it's a very good starting point. I liked how they introduced Wolverine. And, you know, Hugh Jackman was added a week before shooting. It was supposed to be that Dougree Scott guy from Mission Impossible 2, the main bad guy. I don't know Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, well, if once you see him, you'll know it. He was supposed to be Wolverine. He was cast as Wolverine. And uh, Mission Impossible 2 ran long, so they had to get a replacement. It was Hugh Jackman. Didn't he know Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Yeah, I think that he yeah. recommended and, him. You know, that's why Hugh Jackman ain't really fit in the first one. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> in Days of Future Past, he's a fucking monster. He's massive. And they said it's because he went straight from Wolverine to Days of Future Past, so he had double the workout time, and it shows. It's like, holy crap. But, uh, am I thinking... At one time, was Tom Cruise supposed to play him, or am I just thinking that that's it? Might have been. Those, a, like, it might have been thrown out there as a casting. I think it might be one of those like in uh, Wizard used to do those. Yeah, who should play? Yeah, this I actually picture. saw a picture because he's of, a short person, mm-hmm. you know, shorter guy anyway, like Wolverine's supposed to be. I actually saw a picture of uh, an old uh, Wizard magazine. I miss had, Wizard. <laughs> yeah, I do too. It was my favorite publication. Remember, we would go. I would go everywhere looking for it. Yeah. Because my subscription ran out, and none of the local shops here stocked it. Every now and then, you'd find it. The Hastings, every now yeah, and then. Yeah, every now and then. But, uh, yeah, that was always my favorite. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so that was mine. So you had the Wolverine, and I had X-Men. What do you have as number five? five X-Men. X-Men? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, like you was saying, it's, it's, it, it was a great movie at that time, and mm-hmm. I still like it. If it came out now, it'd be more. The effects that don't hold up too well nowadays. Yeah, I remember the Statue of, of Liberty scene at the yeah. end. It didn't hold up too well. But it's a really good movie, and it, like I say, it kind of start not started, but it was at the beginning of this superhero movement. Mm-hmm. You know, so really made it for the uh, children. Yeah, children superhero. But try to make it watchable for adults too. Mm-hmm. What's your number five? It's two. It's two. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people hold this movie in higher regard. They say it's probably one of the better of the movies. Um, I do like it. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just think there are some other ones that go a little better. <clears throat> they uh, they deal with Wolverine's past in mm-hmm. it. They go to um, Alkali Island and all that. But, I mean, I, I really haven't seen it in probably eight years, nine years now. I've seen it since then, probably. Have you? Yeah. So I, I couldn't... Honest. You could probably tell me more about it at this point. Uh, I like the guy they used for Striker. I thought yeah. he was neat. Um, they it do... Was, uh, I always think it was for Super Troopers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I always think of him from the ring for whatever reason. Oh, God, I hate that movie. Yeah, it, it's creepy. I hated him in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, but, I think it's... Uh, <clears throat> Cox. Yeah. Cots. And he's also into Bourne movies. But so Ed's two is a really, really good movie. It's just I hold these other four in a higher regard and, I'm really surprised to put Wolverine over that. That that might be because I saw it recently. More recent, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> but I remember at the end of it you see that dark phoenix rising in the water, you're like, Oh man. I remember that moment in the theater watching it. It's like, yes, they're doing it. I remember talking about it next day at school. It's like, come on, bring it. So, yeah, so that was mine. Number five? Yep. My number four? Mm-hmm. 
Deadpool. 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 Yeah. Um, if I watched this like right when Deadpool came out, it'd probably have been a lot higher. Uh-huh. I just don't think it'll hold up as well. I think a lot of the... I do agree with you there. The jokes and stuff like that. It's yeah, not real, my number one. It, it seems like it's one of those movies that when you watch it in theaters, it's so funny. And well, really I watched it the other day and it still it still has... It's not as funny yeah, as when you watched it the first time. But it, it's, it does hold up on other fronts, you yeah. know. And I just, I don't know, I feel like, I'm, maybe I'm expecting it not to hold up as much as some of these other ones do, but I still like it a lot. And mm. I feel, the first, my top four, I mean, it could be just the mood I'm in as yeah. to where they're at. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they're all really good. And I don't have, you know, my number one, I mean, I could say, on a different day, it might not be my number one. Right. You know, it just, they're all almost, you know, it's like, it's a, if I was rating on my 10, it, it would be like, you know, 10, 9.9, 9.8. You know, it'd be it, a it's a testament to the type of movies and the way that they're made now. Yeah. Um, I we almost didn't put Deadpool in this yeah. uh, list, but it kept popping up on the internet. You know, like list of the movies, and yeah, you do see Colossus and Negasonic in it, but um, to me, he was always at its force. But since we opened it up with the characters. Some people say technically he was brought in as an X Men. Yeah, time. I had read that the X Men hired him at one point to to kill Cable. Yeah, or to yeah. chase down Cable or something yeah. like that. And so technically, he's considered at one point an X Men. Yeah, I think it's just they wrote him in to yeah. get him in. He's a popular character. Um, so that was your number four. Four. My number four is the Wolverine. So, um. Like I said, if I probably hadn't watched it um, just the other month, yeah. um, it wouldn't be as high. And I did watch the extended uh, scene of it. And I, I really liked going back and seeing um, Wolverine be this character in feudal Japan. Because in the 90s, it was big. Like him going back in feudal Japan. Yeah. And he does have the uh, brown and orange uh costume when he goes to Japan so and he deals with um the silver samurai and he he <clears throat> just that whole storyline and originally it was supposed to be Darren Oronofsky doing yeah. doing this and I thought that would be that would have been a much different movie crazy cuz yeah. he did the fountain with Jackman and it was like ugh, it still gives you headaches to watch that movie and try to figure out what all the themes are in it but the Wolverine stood out to me because of the action in it, the effects in it. Um, they strip him of his power, so it makes him not this ultimate baddie that could yeah. run through everybody. So I thought it was kind of neat the way that they did that yeah, in it, it. And like I said, if I hadn't seen it, it probably would have been uh, above Last Stand. I mean, it would have been right there where, where yeah. you put it. So that was my number four. Okay. My number three is... You, you want to start guessing? You want to guess mine? Mm, your number just, three just would be first class. Yep. Ha! Like I said, these the next three really could be interchangeable. Just whatever just, whatever mood good. you're in. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I said, they, this is like after the big break we had from X-Men. This was the first one back. Mm. A whole different cast, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was... Expecting it to be good, you know Matthew Vaughn coming off of Kick Ass, Kick at the time. Ass. Yeah. 
uh, I was hoping it would be good, and it was one of those like my fingers crossed, and it it was it paid very, off. very good. Paid off in a big way. I like uh, Kevin Bacon's bad guy. Mm-hmm. I liked him in it. I like that uh, Sebastian character. Sebastian Stan or yeah, whatever. I like the the guy Sean. he had with him. Uh, yeah, he could teleport. I think. Azazel. Yeah. yeah, he was really cool looking. Uh, I didn't know anything about that character. Yeah, it's like a kind of like a precursor to Nightcrawler. Yeah. Uh, the what's her name? January Jones. She's mm-hmm. okay. Like, Emma Frost. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't really the best casting. She was cast because her boobies, I think. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that character does show yeah, her boobs quite a bit in the comments. Not like fully, but like you know, just yeah, revealing. Every time tops. you see a picture of her, it's a big bust yeah. sticking out. Yeah. It's like, hey, girl, hey, ladies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was a very good movie and. It's like I say, it could be easily my number two or number yeah. one. I'll have more to say about it when we get there. Okay. okay. In a while. <laughs> uh, let me think. Your number three, I think what you have left. You have Deadpool, First Class, and Days of Future Past. I'm going to say you put Days of Future Past there. Wrong. Deadpool. Yeah, it's Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, what you were saying about Deadpool, it's a uh, hit or miss. It's funny. Uh, it's funniest when you first watch it, and then, you know, the more viewings you get, the funny wears away, and then you got to look at the movie. Yeah. And even it's though like, it's it's a it's an awesome uh, movie itself, it it relies on that humor a little bit too much at the beginning, and that that comes because they had a really restricted budget on it. Yeah. They did. It's a it's a. It's a passion movie with Ryan Reynolds, and he was just born to play it. It's a miracle that the movie even got made. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we've talked about it quite a bit. We did that little review on it. and uh, uh, But it is a very good movie, and like I said, it's just fresh in our minds. I think the, the one of the biggest uh, keeps it from being really great is the villains aren't as good. Mm. I didn't care for uh, Gina Carano or whatever her name was. Yeah, who it was. yeah. yeah. And the Ajax. main bad guy was okay. I mean, he Francis. wasn't bad, but he just yeah. wasn't that interesting. So. Yeah, it was just a vendetta story. Yeah, so it was kind of it was a, they had to make it smaller because yeah. their it's budget the first is movie. Yeah, plus yeah. So I mean, it's fine. I feel you know, like when the next one comes out, it'll be able to open up mm-hmm. more and get some cable. Yeah, yeah. So number two, yeah, I guess. What did I say? What do you have left? You have Days of Future Past and Etz 2. It's Etz 2. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had this in my mind when I guessed 3. I just forgot. X 2 could have, I mean, it could drop back to number 4. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's it's a good, it's really good. Really good representations of with, like, Nightcrawler like, yeah, in it. He yeah. He was awesome. Yeah, I was sitting here just thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but just like the X-Men, you know, you had, it has the same problems, you know, but it's a great movie. It's a movie of its time. Um, it's still in that early 2000s, which was a bad, darker tones. Fashion. One thing I do like about it is that with even with the smaller characters, they still used real mutants. Mm-hmm. You know, you had uh, Colossus. Mm-hmm. You had... Um, you had Colossus, Pyro. Siren? Is that the one that screams? Banshee. Banshee. And then there's one that runs through walls. Mm-hmm. 
It's Kitty Pride. Yeah. Okay, they. I mean, they had all them in there, even though they didn't have to use them, and they weren't going to be big characters. It was like that's, fanfare cameos. Yeah, and that's one thing I hate when, like, with the Last Stand was mm-hmm. you have all these mutants out there. If you have the rights to the X Men, why not use even just little name yeah. ones? Just, I mean, put that stuff in there for the fans, stuff yeah. like that. They sadly just. They didn't. It's didn't, like they don't care enough. Well, <clears throat> they thought they were doing it with Juggernaut, and he was just a guy in a big suit. Yeah. It's like, oh, come on, this guy is massive in the comic books. Yeah. I mean, you got to do something there. But when um, you have all these people, I just thought, that's one thing. I, that's one thing I don't like about the TV shows mm-hmm. is when you have all these little X Men or superheroes that are never going to have their movies and stuff like that. Throw them in there as little cameos. Don't yes. just make up a, a superhero for no reason. Yeah. I mean. It just seems like it's laziness, really. You don't care enough could be. to... Uh, it could be a writer's crutch kind of thing. That's one thing I do think that movie did well. I liked seeing it, that. It blended quite a bit um, of the fanfare with execution on the movie. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it, but... My number two? Your number two's Days of Future Past? Yes. I'm trying to think what you have left. Yeah. yeah. Days of Future Past is my number two. Like uh, we said in our review, Great Execution has a payoff moment at the end that gets overshadowed by the shittier ending at the with Mystique. But yeah. that 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 one payoff to it is like I just sat through this movie for this, and this movie or this payoff is four movies in the making, three three movies. It's Wolverine, Wolverine Origins, uh, and uh, d- uh, Days of Future Past and First Class. So I guess it would be four. But you know, you just you just know how much this guy cared about Gene. Yeah. And especially if you watch the cartoons in the nineties, it's you know that payoff is excellent. The way they blended the First Class yeah, group of characters with together. Brian Singer's is. Great casting all around. You couldn't, you, couldn't, awesome job. you couldn't think of a better thing. Um, I do like how they use McAvoy as a almost a heroine at it yeah. for that time. Yeah. Um, First class was in the sixties. This movie was in the seventies. Apocalypse is going to be in the eighties, and the new one will be in the nineties. So it's kind of a uh, it's kind of neat to see it that yeah. way. So your first one is Days of Future Past, obviously. Yeah. And I think that's. Uh, because, it, like mm. I said, the looks were all interchangeable. It's because I watched it most regularly. You know, right. If I'd watch First Class, it could very well be up there. First Class is my first movie. Yeah. I f- and I'm going into this, I would have thought that would have been your number Yeah. One. It is, oh, man, it just it blew me away when I seen it. It um, it changed my outlooks on characters. Uh, Fastbender as it Magneto is, is a, probably the best actor. Yeah, he's a perfect actor. Uh, casting yeah. of him. It's also. They do a great job with Magneto. That's one thing I always like about Magneto is he's very good at being a villain, but he mm. can also be a good guy. He's, you know, he's he's not he, he can have the moral. Uh, he's conflicted. Of, he's yeah. a conflicted character. Yeah, that's the word I'm for. He's a gray, gray moral, yeah, gray area. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes a that's what makes a great villain is somebody that you can't you can see. Trust. Yep. You can see him being good. It's one mm-hmm. little decision that turns them bad. Mm-hmm. You're one bad decision away yeah. from being me. Yeah, um, his just his story in this movie is just amazing to me. Yeah. The way that he hunts the Nazis down after they yeah, uh, years later. there's 
I bought the soundtrack to this movie, and there is a piece of music when he goes to um, Venezuela. It's called Frankenstein's Monster. Oh, if you, if you just have to listen to that, and you can see him, his progression building in this scene. He's at the bar with those guys, and uh, it's just it's it looks like a James Bond movie, a welly, a welly, a a very well shot. James Bond uh, movie, and yeah. it's like, oh, man, just Fassbender brains it for me. He's he's the best part of these movies to me. Yeah, Not Mystique, Fassbender. So Magneto. you want Mystique leading the or yeah, Magneto leading the X Men now? Yeah, <laughs> get some shit done, get it uh, right. In Days of Future Past, he makes a great villain too. You mm-hmm. know, like when he turns, when he turns, it's yeah. like okay, and he turns twice in that movie. Yeah. He goes to shoot her, and then at the end, oh, we didn't even talk about the stadium. Yeah, I mean, oh, God Almighty, that just that scene where he lifts that whole stadium and drops it over the White House, you're like, he's an Omega level mutant yeah. for sure. And there's a there's a part in uh, First Class where he's trying to move that satellite dish. He's trying to control his power, and it's called uh, Rage and Serenity. And the piece of music that goes along with it, and you you can see Fassbender, and you see it in his his portrayal because the, the camera's on him. He's trying to uh, move it, and he's all rage. And then he gets to thinking about his mother, I think it is, and he just starts crying. And you can see it all change on his face. And that's when he finds that soft spot between it. It's like, holy shit, you know, this is in a comic book movie. Yeah, and uh, it. It's it it's pretty striking for me. I mean, I love the movie. As I'm gushing over it right now, I'm talking more about this movie than in all the others, and there's a reason why. And it's it's all because of probably his portrayal and or portrayal and the way that Matthew Bond come in and just he brought the costumes in, he brought the bright colors, showed it could work. You got Banshee, you got Havoc, you got Azazel, you know, you, well, yeah, you got them all. And uh, it it just it just works for me. I mean, it's the origin stories in the 60s. And I'm trying to think of any of the actual X-Men are in costumes in that movie. Because Wolverine's not in it. But yeah, but the there's a cameo scene, yeah. with Wolverine. He's like, fuck off. <laughs> Beast isn't in a costume. Yeah, yeah, at the end of it, they are. They're in the yellow and blue costumes. Magneto gets his helmet that he. No, I'm, not talking, I'm talking about the, just specifically X Men though. Not, I don't know Magneto. Like all the bad guys I'm seeing are, but I'm trying to think of any mm-hmm. of the good guys. I can't remember. Beast, the yellow, the costume you're talking about. You, you, if you bring it up, you'll see it. I mean, it's very striking because they are blue and yellow, and it works. I don't think I've seen this movie since it came out. Of oh, it's TV, so good. Because I watched it as soon as I got it. Okay, yeah, I see. I, yeah, I remember now. I yeah. forgot that entire scene with them. Yeah, in that little, the whole uh, thing when yeah. uh, when Xavier gets shot by uh, his bullet, you know, and just just that scene where he's uh, he's inside his head and uh, he slowly pushes, um, he slowly pushes that coin into yes, yeah, Sebastian Stan's yeah head. Just, into his yeah. head. It's like ah. Look at these costumes. They're really almost the same costumes with just yellow on them. Like the, they still look like the leather tops. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So why don't why wouldn't it work? 
I, I guess it's just I was thinking going from one extreme to another, like just the leather together, then going to the the spandex mm-hmm. bright ones. This is just something in between that works works well. I think old Singer's got a, a BDSM. Oh, he just <laughs> he didn't have a problem putting Superman right in that retro. Yeah. You know, he didn't go and try to make some weird costume for him. But it was still dark, I guess. No, but I mean, I'm just saying the costume itself was like straight. You know, because he made the movie mm-hmm. supposed to be set right after Superman Two or whatever. Yeah, Richard Donner. So I mean, he just he went, he did the same exact thing. So what we're saying with these movies is just really depends on uh, the first five. It's like, um, just depends on your mood. Yeah, they're with all them. Really good. I mean, they're all very good. Uh, Movies. I could see X Men One and Two not being somebody's favorite if they just now got into them. Yeah, but they're still very good movies. Yeah, that's our top eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're gonna come back and talk about the top five characters. So give us one second. Top five characters showing up in the Yet's Men universe in any form. I want to preface it something before I start out. Uh, I hate when people make a, a, their top something list and throw in weird shit just for the sake of making their list different. Like as far as like, oh, I put this really obscure character just because I didn't want my list to be like somebody else's, you know. Okay. So my list is boring as shit because it's the top. <laughs> I mean, anybody... Yeah, it's, it's, you look at it and you're like, okay, that's just the biggest people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Plus, I've never read the comics. Most of my info is coming mainly from the cartoons yeah. and some from the movies. I just want to say that out there because I, I have nobody <laughs> obscure. I don't, and I really do hate it. When some, I, I, you top list, I mean, you can change it a little bit around, but I hate like, oh, I like this person. Like somebody was like, well, I don't like Wolverine because everybody else likes Wolverine, so like, he's oh, a shitty character. Yeah. You know, stuff no. like that. I really hate that. Uh just like what you like, you know, because you like it. Mm-hmm. And but mine's bland. So. All these are excuses for why you pick these people. Yeah, no, my, I'm just saying mine's not going to be anything you don't expect. Well, that's fine. It's your characters. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just want to throw that out there. Just in general, like when we do our lists and everything, my list will probably. Ne- I mean, other than we're not fake. Yeah, you know, this is I'm, what you know. This is what we like and why we yeah. like them. Yeah. I mean, if that's what you like, you know, you have a limited knowledge on this subject matter. Uh, being as how you never read the comics growing up. Yeah. So, like, I may have a little more obscure people than you will. Yeah, but, but I expect you to because you've read a shit time more than I have. Right. But I just, I don't know. That really irks me when somebody's like, oh, I don't like... I don't like Wolverine because everybody likes Wolverine. Yeah, I don't like... I, I hate fucking hipsters. That's pretty much just it. <laughs> if you're a hipster, please still listen to us. But if not... No, don't. Just turn it off right now. Fucking grow up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, since I did the first on the last one, you get to go first. I get to go first? Yep. You're number five. My number five is Nightcrawler. Um, I really... Nightcrawler? Yeah. <laughs> I like his powers. His powers are awesome, and they were awesome to me as a kid. And if you've ever played that X-Men game, yeah. he does that. Yeah. He gets all of them. But That's a lot of my knowledge comes from the game, too. That's okay. Uh, yeah. I didn't put Colossus because he goes... Ugh. <laughs> and it gets annoying after yeah. a while. No, but, that uh, character's awesome. Although he looks awesome. That's mm-hmm. one of the characters just looking at him is so cool he and is different. He is the love child of Mystique 
Sinister, I think. It's somebody else. But, you know, he has that tail. He can teleport. He has night vision. And supposedly he's invisible in shadows. Like, you can't even see him. So I was like, wow, that's pretty neat. And then he goes on to be in Excalibur and all that. Um, I did write down some of their powers just so that way I could... Yeah. Uh, have something to talk about. I could just be like, oh, I like Nightcrawler. He's blue. Yeah, no, I, I did like a wiki list or something of uh, yeah. X-Men characters to make sure I didn't forget somebody. Yeah. And I was reading their, their powers and yeah. all that and who some of them like It's just one. easy to go there. Yeah. Somebody and else I, has done the work for us. I didn't write it down, but I was like, I remember all this and I fucking forgot it all. <laughs> See, I wrote it down. Yeah. Are you on the wiki page? No. Mm-hmm. I'm on somebody else's top 25. I just see if they had anything oh, weird or obscure. Gotcha. Nice. I did read a couple that were little weird i was like ah, okay why do you like this person yeah. how old are you 12 come on now she got big boobies <laughs> <laughs> okay so you're number five my number five is magneto magneto yeah. we've already talked about like fastbender's version but mm-hmm. even in the comics he was just i always liked that villain that is sometimes a good guy he's sometimes a very conflicted trust. character yeah for sure it makes it, especially for like a, a story arc, it makes it interesting mm-hmm. to not know whether or not you can trust them. Mm-hmm. You know, a bad guy you can never trust isn't as interesting sometimes. So, right. Uh, that He's not 100% bad. Yeah. And he's just, that power is really cool, you know. It it it, it goes beyond what you would just think. Yeah, just, I mean, just the fact that he's able to fly. Like, he makes, yeah. he just sticks his arms out. He can out change and, the magnetic yeah. field. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's so, all I got. That was your number five on that. Number five. My number four is Omega Red. Omega Red. Do you know anything about him? I had the action figure of yeah. Omega Red. I got a two pack that was Omega Red and Cable. Cable. I know nothing about him. He's got little, <laughs> little things coming out yes, of his arms. He's got tentacles. He was a Soviet super soldier, pretty much. Um, they used him. Jim Lee uh, created him. I. As I've stated before, this is my run of comics, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the Edsman. You haven't read that Deadly Genesis yet, have no. you? He comes from that. Okay. Uh, he's he's pretty badass. He's got infinite stamina. He can go toe-to-toe with Wolverine, and they do fight quite a bit. Uh, he actually has a power. He releases death spores. It's He's kind of like pestilence. Like, it can kill people. Wolverine has a hard time with it. Uh, he also sucks the life force out of people. Uh, he has to do that so that way he can survive. Um, he's just a—he's an amazing character design, and I think that's what really drew me to him. And then just to come to find out he's a badass fighter as well is uh, pretty neat. I always liked his run against Wolverine. And like I said, I, that's what I grew up reading, so that's why I put him on there. It was really cool looking. I know I always he was always one of my favorite villains when I played with my action figures. Yeah. He was always my main bad guy. I did try not to just put heroes on this yeah. list. I, I thought about characters that I liked both sides of their uh, abilities and the way they look and all that stuff. So that's why I put him on here. He's actually five, but the more I think about it, Nightcrawler's probably... I like him a little less than him. So, your number four? My number four is Beast. Really? You like yeah. Beast? I always like Beast. I like the thought of uh, the idea of uh, like a monster that's really smart. Oh, super you know, he's smart. Super strong, but still has mm-hmm. the brain, you know, the brains. Or super agility, too. Yeah. yeah I, I, mainly, uh, that that's from the comics. 
in or not the comics, the cartoon the cartoons. Show. Yeah, yeah. That's all. I, I think that's really the only time I saw him until these movies mm. was the cartoons. And yeah, he's, really, he's really good in that cartoon. He's like one of the main people they focus on yeah. quite a bit. That's why I like the, the Kelsey Grammer uh, yeah. casting so much. Is that he has that voice. He, he has just, that smart, yeah, uh, articulate. Mm-hmm. That's my number four. Number four. So number my, four. My number three. Yeah, I forgot you were up. <laughs> I forgot you went before me. Oh. Number three. <laughs> cable. Cable. Now, cable ne- isn't necessarily necessity. He isn't X-Men per se. Right. He, he is in that world. He He's in it, yes. He is the son of Scott Summers and Jean Grey's clone. And they, he had... He's he's in the future, and he actually gets infected with this techno organic virus mm-hmm. that eats away his body. That's why half of it's that metal, that bionic or whatever. Mm-hmm. He actually is a um, telepath and a telekinesis, so he has both Xavier's powers and Jean Grey's powers, and he's a he's a big. Uh, War guy shoots guns, all all this stuff. He he has a whole lot of powers. He deals essentially with apocalypse. His whole storyline is apocalypse, which is why it's kind of crazy that he's not in this movie. Yeah, this this one coming out, and which kind of makes me excited for Deadpool two if they they branch it into that. But I don't think they will. Um, it you can fall down a rabbit hole reading about this guy's origin, like. He gets drawn back in time to stop Apocalypse from creating this big, massive, like, days of future past kind of future. Like, it, every Apocalypse is taking over the world and his future. So he, he goes back in time to stop Apocalypse. And even though he has the te- technovirus in the future, Apocalypse actually gives it to him in the past. I mean, it's craziness, <laughs> like the writing in it. And he actually dies in the comic book. He died in 2003, I think. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> Cable just, was one I, of those that. Uh, I love his look. Like that's he saying. did the New Mutants. He's at its Factor. All that it's Force. I mean, and um, he does the Messiah War. Uh, he protects uh, a baby. It's like the last mutant on Earth, and he he's he's its protector. He um he's one I never really knew anything about, mm-hmm. but I had the action figure and I. I didn't, like I knew like the powers he had and just those powers with his look made him one of my favorites that I knew absolutely nothing about. He almost made my list, but I really I couldn't put him on there because I knew nothing about. You him. don't know anything yeah. about him, yeah. Um, you remember my action figure I have of him <laughs> with him? Yeah. No, because he's on the top of our golf trophy. Oh, he's holding up the golf ball. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we made a trophy that we passed around whenever me and uh, all my friends would play golf, and we made it out of like a baseball bat and cables the top of it. Hmm. I think the who it's at my house. Oh, yeah. you weren't the last to win it though. I think I was. You won last. We yeah, played you. yeah. <laughs> you hear that, folks? I won. Technically, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked about it. Yeah, the last time we played. Yeah, on here. Yep. So my number three is Nightcrawler. Oh, I was I was gonna. I think I could guess your last two. I'm not sure. Yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, he's, I mean, like, we like Dr. Lamb, but he's just such a cool-looking character Bam. right away, you know, without even knowing 
anything about his story or background mm-hmm. that he's such a, his powers are awesome mm-hmm. uh, they did it really well at X-Men 2 yes uh, supposedly it's really well and uh, the, the, the scene I shot saw with him mm-hmm. he looks you know he's a lot younger he's like a kid mm-hmm. uh, but other than that he still looks really cool they said the only reason that they didn't bring Nightcrawler back for the other movies is Alan Cummings the guy who played him didn't want to do the makeup said it was like eight or ten hours of makeup because he had all those dang ruins those yeah. little burn marks in them and they had to put them in every time it's like oh, maybe you should think about that <laughs> is he darth maul no that's no that's uh that was toad, toad yeah, yeah. I was thinking, i'm trying to think of who alan cummings is yeah alan cummings is the golden eye the guy in golden eye the russian I hacker guy i am invincible <laughs> Not ringing a bell. <laughs> well, when you see it, you'll know who I'm talking about. Okay. You should bring it up while I'm talking about my uh, number two. Any guess? Uh, for you, number two, Cyclops. No, but he almost did make my list, but he's not on it. Uh, for you, One number more. two. I don't, I don't fucking know. It's Wolverine. Wolverine? Yeah. And I wrote for his powers, I put the best at what he does. Because <laughs> he always says it. Um, he's just a badass. I mean, come on. He's in. He's a little oversaturated. I'll give you that. He's 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 used quite almost too much yeah. uh, in the universe. But there's a reason why everybody loves him. Yes. He's so fucking awesome. He's, he's just a badass. He's got that unlimited healing almost. He did die in the comics. Um one of my favorite drawings of all time is when he first uh, unleashes his bone claws. And, uh, you know, you see that blood. And I actually drew that last year. Yeah. And it was something I've been trying to draw since 1994 when I bought that comic book. And I hadn't been able to. And I thought I'd give it a shot last year. And I was able to do it. I was like, oh, that's such an awesome piece of art. Um, Magneto ripping out his animantium. In Wolverine seventy three, I think, um, man, it's just like holy crap! It's like it's it's such a moment in in the storyline, which you know all that leads further on down. It actually leads to Onslaught, which is a big, huge uh, Marvel character. He killed like half the Marvel universe, <laughs> but it's all brought out because of this and I won't tell you how it is but you know it it's he's a he's a good character his powers he's got the age he's got you know uh his storylines are always interesting because you can do almost anything with them is that your number 2 <laughs> really nope huh. cuz I thought for sure gambit would be your number 1 is he number two? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I'm transferred. It's easy. Gambit's my number two. I always loved him in the comics. You like I, his little sock? Yeah, thing. I do. I don't know why. <laughs> it's stupid looking, but I do like it. His stupid face mask. His his, his uh, Cajun accent. Mm. Some of the stupid stuff. Mon ami. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> I was I was watching that that the first uh, apocalypse mm. cartoon that you should give me, and uh, the cure. Just him. Him and Rogue going back yeah. and forth. I, I missed that. I hadn't yeah. seen it so long. I was like, I gotta watch more of these. Yeah, I have the first five seasons of that. He was always his his power to me is really cool. Is different, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
and just the way he like the playing cards, something you wouldn't you know, really think of. It's a cool idea. Yeah, we talk about the uh, cartoons quite a bit, and you know, just some of my favorite memories are going to Pizza Hut <laughs> and buying those stupid cassettes. You know, I I've talked about it before on here. The Night of the Sentinels, the first episode of that, mm-hmm. you could buy. Uh, that when you got a pizza there or something. And I remember, yeah, and uh, I remember getting it, and I wore that first one out, and I just, I, I didn't have cable, and you know, I, I could, I could watch it sparingly, you know, the the series. I've since gone and watched it, and it's like, holy crap, this, it's all the comic books I wanted to see, live, but it was yeah. on the, uh, the animated series. And now we're inundated with it. It's everywhere. You know, they have like eight different cartoons about X-Men or yeah. Wolverine. or. But X-Men. back in the 90s, man, it was just, it was this. And that theme song, we talked about it before. Oh, yeah. I'll put it in there again. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just like, it's, that's our childhood. That's my childhood yeah. to me. I mean, um, the action figures, like you said, you had them. You didn't even know about it. They were that cool. I'm ready to see him done well in a mm-hmm. movie. I'm hoping that's what... Uh, What's his name? Can do it. Channing Tatum. Yeah. I hope they can. Um, I think now superhero movies have come up a step since the last yeah. time we saw Gambit. So. I mean, that version wasn't horrible. It just wasn't, to me, it wasn't that great. Is, is, uh, is a piss poor excuse for a movie. Yeah. I think they put it out. And then we saw, they, there was a little snippet scene and I think it was X2. Mm-hmm. Where she's looking on a computer and you see Remy Lemieux. You see his name, yeah. yeah the list of mutants. Yeah, so. Remy Lemieux. So it's, it's, I'm ready to see him done well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, your number one, my number I'm one, guess is Magneto. It's Magneto. I thought so. It is most certainly Magneto. Um, I've been actually trying to get a, t- a t-shirt, and I should have bought it when I seen it, but it, it says Magneto was right on it, <laughs> and you know that tells you a lot about the character he is because he has, like you've said, it, he has points to him. That being the character that he he is, where he come from, you know, being in the Holocaust, he knows what it feels like to be hunted, and um, it's an you know you see his story played out like it is a Holocaust against yeah. mutants. So he has his moments where he he's doing ultimately the greater good, but because we don't see it that way. It comes back later on that he was, but he's, he's a very conflicted. He's already been through it once with the mm-hmm. Holocaust, and now there's a whole other one. Like, I think his history and the the way he is always portrayed, you know, um, the way they write him is excellent. Um, I'm trying uh, to think of the Ian way McKellen to say was it. Great as an older. Yes, uh, he was. And, you know, uh, a lot of the times in the 90s, you know, he was drawn as an older man. So that's why when Fassbender come on, I knew he was a good actor. I just didn't know how I would react to him playing him. And I was absolutely blown away by it. Yeah, definitely awesome. I mean, if you ever read any of the Claremont stuff where he writes about Magneto, where Magneto goes up and he's on the asteroid base that he created with the Hellfire Club, I think it is. I mean, his his conflict, he just wants to get away from the world, and the world is still trying to hunt him down, and he's on another rock in space, and they're hunting him just down. Get away. Yeah, and uh, 
it's it's pretty interesting to read this character in this form. I mean, it's a villain you could root for, and that that ultimately brings about you know questions in your own ma- mind. It's like you know the way you view stuff. And I'm guessing your number one's Wolverine. No. <laughs> My number one is Toad. To- no. <laughs> Give me a fucking I was break. looking on this list trying to find somebody obscure. <laughs> I wanted to find something really funny, but you caught me off guard and Toad was on the screen. So, you know. Yes, yeah, my number one's Wolverine. It's just, it, it, I liked him in the comics, some, or the cartoon, I keep saying fucking comics. The cartoon, mm-hmm. he was awesome. Uh, just that gruff, angry, you know, ornery, um, his powers are awesome. You know, they're so cool. This is one. And I, I know this, if I'm going to say this wrong, I'm going to get backlash. DC, I think because they're like, they were older. Mm-hmm. They're for the most part after Superman, you know, Superman's like got all the powers, mm-hmm. everything. And then after that, it was like, everybody just had one certain power. They were really good at the flash was fast. Mm-hmm. You know, it, Aquaman's they've, they've since broadened them out, and that's why I like the X Men so much because it seems like they it's, it's like they had to think differently a little mm-hmm. bit. So like the bone claws to me is just something different. You know, the claws that come out. The, I don't know. And they hurt him every time. Yeah, that, the, the fact that that's, even that's something gets, you forget about. Yeah, he heals, but it still fucking hurts. You know? it, it hurts because he heals around it, and then when he pulls it back in, it hurts him. Yeah. So it, it's something to think about. It's like God, man. This guy, you know, That's why he's always angry. <laughs> he's he's been through some shit for sure. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Etsman and what they meant to me as a kid. I mean, this was my comic book series. This is what I read. I don't have that affinity for Spider Man because I didn't read it as a kid. I right. read Etsman and Etsman <laughs> and. I mean, I I did. That's that's all I read. And they're separate in the Marvel Universe because they are a mutated gene. They're not man-made creations. And I never really thought about that until, you know, it was pointed out uh, probably around when I was 10 or 11 that, you know, Spider-Man was bit by a spider, radioactively made by a man. Uh, Daredevil has that... Uh, it's actually the slime. Yeah, Same the slime, slime that turtles. made the turtles. Um, Captain America was a super superhero. Super so yeah, and Sorry. so it's like none of these people uh, know what it's like to be persecuted, like the Etsmen are. Uh, so it was just, I mean, this is my childhood. So to talk about this, it, it's really great, and it's hard to put into words. Actually, when I I didn't want to write down this big long. Uh, statement about it but it's just like this is what i grew up doing uh reading this stuff watching the cartoons when i could reading wizard magazine we talked about it you know i wish i had that publication still but unfortunately you can't not this day and age um and same for me even though i didn't read the comics the only thing i saw pretty much were the cartoons and all the video games and stuff and it was all mm -hmm. x-men you know, I didn't do, have anything to do with Captain America. I never really, really cared about him until the mm-hmm. movies. Uh, Spider-Man had a little bit of uh, the cartoon. He had the cartoon. The cartoon it, was really good. But the X-Men was always a team, and it was mm-hmm. a bunch of them, and that's why it was so interesting. And, you know, the action figures that went with it. Yeah. I mean, it was just, you made your own story. And, you know, you hear people talk about Star Wars. 
like Kevin Smith, when he talks about Star Wars, the figures, you know, yeah. he's a generation older than us, about 10 years older. So yeah. I guess that's his allegory to it. And this is ours. Right. This is, this is our childhood. This is what I grew up doing. It wasn't necessarily Star Wars figures because I could go buy Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and X-Men yeah. figures. That's uh, how I have more fo- uh, affinity for turtles. I do a lot of cartoon, mm-hmm. like the, Captain America and all those. And this was our nineties nostalgia for yeah. sure. I mean, this is, we grew up in this era, you know, we're 33. So, uh, this was our area. This was our peak time. You know, we were 10, you know, 11, you know, when all this stuff was coming out and it was just right at that moment. This is, this is our childhood brought two movies 20 years later. Yeah. So it's been a long road coming, but I'm I'm glad that they're doing it, and I'm really looking forward to Apocalypse. Uh, I was a little worried with the early reviews being what they were. Yeah, fuck them. But <laughs> as it turns out, it was given to old people, and fuck old people. There's people walking around the mall. They're doing their little speed walking around the mall, and somebody's like, would you like to see a movie early? Yeah. Sure. I've petitioned to watch movies early, and I, I can't figure out how to do it. I mean, I'm like, we're press, please give yeah. us it. But I think all the screenings are in bigger cities and we're not really, yeah. uh, I'm not fortunate enough to be that way. I'm, and even if I could go, I'd have to take a day off of work because I work nights. And so it's like, well, I work second. So it's like, uh, so much stuff to get in line. So I'll just go and watch it on the weekend. I wish like hell I could watch it this weekend, but I'll have to wait one more weekend to this watch. Weekend? Yeah, it comes out Memorial Day weekend. So we will talk about it next week. Hopefully. You said you weren't going to watch it next weekend. I am going to watch it next weekend. I thought you just said you weren't. No, I said I'm going to watch it next weekend. I wish I could watch it this weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it is an open here. Yeah, okay, that's why I didn't understand what you're talking yeah, about. Sorry. Sorry about the confusion. Makes there. sense, bitch. <laughs> Alright. Uh I do have one little note I put on here. I got a question for you, maybe you can answer. While well, I was going through all these uh the Wikipedia page, Wikipedia mm-hmm. of uh X Men characters, I came across something called Norman Osborne's X Men. Uh, in a character, and they said he was a part of Norman Osborn's X-Men. Okay, so <clears throat> he did make a couple of characters, and I believe this is in the Dark Avengers storyline, and I've only read a little bit into it. He made a Wolverine clone, I know, and that is, do you remember the painting your sister made with two claws coming here and one coming from the middle? Yeah. That's the Wolverine clone. Okay. So he's got two on the top and one coming from his wrist. So he tried to form his own X-Men? He tried to. It's kind of like a Sinister Sits were they, thing. Were they good guys or bad guys? Bad guys. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I wanted to know was. Yeah. Uh, that's so about just, the only character I know that he was directly involved with. I know there's more, but uh, I basically read that Dark Avengers uh, storyline for Sentry. Uh, the character... Uh, there's a character called Sentry in the Marvel Universe. He's actually the most powerful being in the Marvel Universe. Maybe up there with Galactus, you know. Um, it says when he, his power is 100 million suns. That's what his power is equivalent to. So I, I got really into him when I, I saw this, uh, it was uh, World War Hulk. 
and he fights Sentry in it. They fight to a standstill in it. Uh, I was I got into the character of him because I was curious. I'd never heard of him, and he's actually a uh, agoraphobic sociopath. I think he is afraid of everything. He not sociopath. He's afraid to do anything because he's so powerful, which is which is kind of a, a neat the device to put into a character like that. Like he um he's almost more powerful than Superman, I think. Just his power and presence, but he's afraid to use it, so he won't ever be uh full potential and that he's a big big storyline in that Dark Avengers. So I got into reading about it. I I got I was like, man, what's going on with this guy? You know, so and I I remember Norman Osborn being in it. I, th- I guess that's about all that we have to say on uh, X-Men. But other than bring on Apocalypse. You ready? Yeah. And I don't want to see no Ivan Ooze looking motherfucker. I want to see a good full-fledged Apocalypse. What? Ivan Ooze. He looks like the Power Ranger bad guy in that one picture. Oh. You know how we've said he's done better, you know, since it. But, oh man, I'm ready. I'm ready. And then after that, it's Turtles and Ghostbusters. You know, I don't know how these movies are coming out, so... And then we can talk a little bit of Game of Thrones next week, too. Or do you think it'll be all its men again? I'd say probably hit... Uh, probably Game like like what we did with Civil War. Yeah. You know, I think that's pretty much all we got to talk about on it. June. June... What was it? June 3rd is... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Warcraft is June 10th. Yes, yes, yes. Finding Dory is June 17th. Independence Day Resurgence is June 24th. Dang, when's Ghostbusters come out? see Ghostbusters on this list. When July. Is it? July 15th. Really? Huh. Oh, for sure it was June. Hmm, me too. But oh well. Ninja Turtles is after Apocalypse, so... Uh, I don't really... I'll probably even see anything June. Really? Not even at the Little Theater? Probably not. Ninja Turtles looks pretty good. What was the other ones? Finding Dory, Independence You don't want to see Warcraft? Not really. Not even for my birthday? (laughs) (laughs) That way, Kendall be Bonnaroo, so... Yeah, that's true. Uh, We're supposed... I'm supposed to be going to that... uh, Comic book. comic book convention then if I can get off work I mean they might just give me it off I don't know what they're going to do for that Okay, they might have me at work all week and if, well, I can, if not I, I hope we can because it's been a while since we went to this one Yeah, uh, the, the convention we're going to isn't actually a convention so to say it's comic book vendors it's which old is, school convention this is what I want I want comic books I want to buy a bunch so uh, don't tell the wife but Thank you guys for joining us on our X-Men extravaganza. extravaganza. <laughs> uh, keep sending in your uh, entries oh, yeah. to yeah. the uh, Labyrinth. Yeah, go to our website. Yep. Click on contests. It yep. tells you there how to enter. We got quite a bit. Yeah, about 10 or 15, I think. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, a lot of people love this art, so uh, it's easy. All you got to do is participate. You know? I'm not even asking you to do anything hard. It's not like <laughs> give us a, a fucking paragraph or something or nah. fill out a form or anything. No, it's just I think somebody put I'd be the 
fairy because I will bite or something. You know, that's that's all we need. Yeah. Just we just want to know you're out there, folks. Yep. Just check it. Uh, come to our website. Check everything out. Uh, check out the Nerdy Harry Boys. Uh, and yep. so uh, on. I think it's May 29th is our next week's episode. It's next Sunday. Okay. We yep. will announce on the podcast who wins this, and mm-hmm. then we'll announce our next contest. Okay. And these are all Eric's babies, so if you don't win, send your complaints to Eric Mason. <laughs> Just type in www.gofuckyourself.com. <laughs> <at> Hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys for joining us this week. This has been Jesse. Thank you. This is Eric. All right, and we'll see you later. Check you later. Bye. Countdown to Geek Town.